Welcome to Not Sure This Matters with Matt Nolan and Miranda Mast. Hi, Matt. Miranda Mast, happy belated birthday. Aw, thanks. We had a birthday party. You had a birthday party at your house yesterday. I did. Thanks for the invite. It was lovely. It was a... Um, oh, sorry, pumpkin slash birthday party. It was a it was a pumpkin carving birthday brunch. Okay. And now that the day has passed, do you want to speak honestly about whether having your birthday fall on the same day as your pumpkin party was intentional? So it um, it wasn't intentional, but it was like fine. Because it's been noted on the program that you're a celebrator. I am a celebrator. So you got um, all these people to come over under the guise of a pumpkin party. It was and just not, happened to be your birthday. I so I reached out to um, the book club ladies, including Jenny. Yeah. And I was and I was like, hey, like let's find a date that we can have all the kids over and we can do pumpkin carving. And so I submitted ten dates. Yep. And they it got whittled down to one, and that one happened to be my birthday. So strange coincidence. And in the text, like I thought I was being generous, including my birthday day in them, but I hadn't didn't have any plans and it was a Sunday. Because they like, should be whatever. devoted to you entirely. <laughs> I just, right? Well, I don't know. With I just lavish gifts at and the cards, time, not from like the a month and a half. <laughs> like a month and homemade. <laughs> with like those special scissors that are cut, you know, like that the angles on them. Like zigzag yeah, ones. Yeah. I think they call that Rick Rack. Anyway, and uh the Rick Rack? That's the brand name? No, like that um, shape. Yeah. It's either that or like the squiggly is Rick Rack. I would have said alligator teeth. Ooh, that's a great describing yeah. word. Fact check. Um, I'll look up Rick Rack. Not sure this matters. And. Well, Jenny was like, oh, so after we, you know, committed to the date. But in the text, I just want to say in the text, when we were, when like it fell on October 2nd, yeah. I was like, oh, that's actually my birthday, but that's fine. Cool. So Jenny's like, oh, you got to pick up a couple of pumpkins. I said, no problem. I'm a dedicated father. And she's like, any ideas for Miranda's birthday gift? I was like, I do. Nothing. <laughs> I was like, would, would you get her a gift on any other day? She's like, I guess not. I was like, perfect. That's what we should get her. Um, you guys showed up with a beautiful handmade card by Annie Nolan. Oh, yeah. And she texted me like several times saying, what can I bring? Can we bring anything? Sure. And I was like, no, just your pumpkins. And you did something for my birthday, but am I like not allowed to talk about it? Sure. Okay. So I, in Miranda fashion, I made it very clear what I wanted. <laughs> Alert. And like, my birthday's <laughs> coming up in three months. I know. It's probably Here's, a month ago. Yeah, okay. And I was like, hey, Matt, what if I was allowed to take a look at like all the houses on the market in our kind of like vicinity? And I found one that I really liked, which happens to probably be like a couple male and very old. It was both of those things, yeah. And I, and then you like schedule a showing where you get to like bring me, and I get to see the house under the guise of one of my affluent clients looking to buy it. I didn't really know if it had to be a guise or not. And sometimes, like, because in, in a look, job, yeah, you I, bring, I, I you do. bring houses, yeah. And there's no one there a lot of times. It's true. But I, I guess once you hit like two million, there's usually a person there. Uh, it's single family. Uh-huh. There's also a single family house. Oh, right. It's different than like some apartment building. Yeah. Where people are like, yeah, you can get into X, Y, and Z units and yeah. Right. And so I had been keeping an eye on like the listings to make sure I was getting the best Yeah, house. make sure you get the right one. Yeah, that would be tragic if you and got the wrong one. And it pulled off the market for a couple of days. So I was like secretly devastated. But then it popped back on right in time for my birthday. Kismet. Serendipity. So on Friday, you brought me to this like beautiful mansion, and I got to walk around. And um, 
Yeah, I didn't want to like fake that I was the buyer. That all that would have been really way better weird. if you like showed up in like a fur coat. And like sunglasses, even though it was dark and cold out. Because that's definitely how people that buy that kind of house. Correct. Dress. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they have the fur. That's what we needed to do. You had to act the part. And, um, but no, we just like, we just got just. It worked out well. Right. And you know what, Matt? I feel like all that information you gained from that home, it'll translate somewhere somehow. Definitely. It wasn't a waste of anybody's time. It was our hood. <laughs> you think it was a waste of time? No, of course it not. No, I'm so kidding. happy. Good. Okay, that's a happy on. birthday. Thanks. I was. Thought I should share that we had, this is like one of the worst podcast moments we've had. Ironically, Kate, podcast friend and guest star, mentioned at said pumpkin party that Friday was National Podcast Day. What? And the spirits were against us because we recorded what I thought was a pretty killer pod with Mike Deacon, Uh all of which is gone forever. Just didn't, didn't record. Right. It was something with our like memory card. Yeah, it's a it's a fundamental problem that neither of us have the acumen to resolve. And to be fair, we've been doing this for for several months now. I was trying to think, when did we start? March? That sounds right. I can okay. check. So six months? Um and it's never happened before. Never happened. That we had like a like a full on technical difficulty. It ruined my whole day. Right. Partially my weekend. The one time Nathaniel was on the podcast. Jenny walked in with Kate with baby Katie. Yeah. And that was like kind of a technical difficulty because I was like, Matt, you have to stop recording. Katie's here. Yeah, and then mend them together, right. which never happened. But we never had like a full on loss of show. So. There's definitely been episodes, quote, that we haven't published before, but never like lost to the abyss. Right. And so Mike Deacon thought he was done. He thought it was a successful podcast. He walked out the door. Matt went to like upload it to his computer. It wasn't working. He's it, you're like standing <laughs> there. You're just like, Miranda, you have to come back to the table. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And then you were like, should you force this? Should we just Should we do it again? And you were like, but this will be a, it'll be Friday and I won't have posted. I know. And I was like, you know, Matt, stuff happens. I'm like kind of over it. I'm glad we're doing it today. And I didn't get any flack from any of our fans. Well, I shouldn't say that. I got flack, but it was about parking at a pump when Mm. they didn't think I should be. How did the Instagram polling go? Did it, if was it, was that a successful venture? Yeah. So we, we got some feedback. I would say the majority. I haven't. I haven't looked today. Okay. I don't know. If it's, it's probably expired. People are continuing yeah. to vote. <laughs> it's, like, it's everywhere. It's gone viral. I think there were two people that said it was okay to park at the pump, and everyone else said that you it was illegal. Sounds right. I'm going to change my ways. Yeah. I'm definitely going to change my ways, and I'm not going to because I I'm not going to talk about the same stuff we talked about on Friday, even though that was, in my opinion, killer content. I did, however, think it was worthwhile mentioning one of your fact checks. And one of my math bads. Great. The fact check is we had the bet about ketchup. Right. And people are on the edge of their seats. Everybody wants to know. I know. Yeah. Okay. So the question was how many ingredients are in like a traditional bottle of ketchup? Yeah. Specifically Heinz. Heinz. And you had predicted 40 and I had predicted nine. Okay. And so when you do the over under math, so I would win up to 24.5 and you would win anything above 24, north of 24.5. Okay. That math doesn't make sense, but okay. Th- this was the math you did. Okay. So 15, I guess nine 15. and you guess 40. Right. So the differential is 31. Uh-huh. Oh, 15 and a half. Okay. So it's 24.5. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. So you know what? I should have <laughs> kept my fucking mouth shut. Yeah. Good job. And so I looked it up, and it's 
eight ingredients. <clears throat> okay, I also looked it up. I agree that it says whatever salt, soybean, lactose, whatever the eight ingredients are. But Tomato then it says yeah. distilled vinegar, high fructose syrup, corn syrup, corn syrup, salt, spice. Is uh huh spices. It's a spice. Is yeah, uh-huh. it's plural. Yeah. Onion powder, natural flavoring. Natural flavorings. So there's a pretty generic couple of line items within said ingredient list, which makes sense because Heinz doesn't want us to start our own ketchup company. Okay. Right, and yeah. we wouldn't have time with the coffee shop and the podcast. Right, and then. And I think um, it's like a nutritional ingredient um, protocol or whatever. If it's if it's a less than a certain amount that they like don't legally have to like include it or something. That makes sense. I don't, I don't know that to be true, but that definitely makes sense. So I, I'm happy. I'm happy to buy the bottle of ketchup for you uh-huh. as the winner. Uh-huh. But I would just like an asterisk next to this win for you, if that's okay. When it gets memorialized in a plaque or a trophy, however we're going to do it. Right. A Dundee. We just want to make sure that, <laughs> we just want to make sure the facts are right. All right, that sounds good. And just fun fact that I, because this is pro- a conversation that many people must have had when I was like googling it all, Heinz makes <laughs> Hold this. On. This thing. is a conversation that many people must have had. <laughs> I mean, that's so. Heinz, you mean in the world or like listening to the podcast? No, like in the world. Oh, okay. I was like, I fucking love that. There's Miranda. this thing called Heinz 57 sauce. Which is like this sauce that they claim adds zest to chicken, steak, and pork that has 57 different ingredients in it. Dipping or marinade? I, it, it sounds like a marinade to me. Mm. Adds zest. I have a hard time with marinades. I'm more of a dipper. Do you dip? Do you prefer a dip or a marinade? Well, marinades for when you're like cooking your meat. Yeah, it's pre-cooked. Yeah. Yeah. So like <clears throat> some people prefer, if you're going to have, let's say, like barbecue ribs, okay? Uh-huh. Some people will either marinade uh... or dry rub. Throw them on the grill, then take them off and eat them. Yeah, I would prefer you could put them in there raw and then give me a sauce to I then see. a la carte dip. Yeah, I think I'm more of a dipper actually. Are you a double dipper? Um, and under what circumstances is it allowed? Right. So if it's like on my own plate and I like cut up my chicken yeah. and then there's like a squirt of this the sauce. Yeah, the Heinz 57. Uh, of course, sauce. I can double dip dip all I want. Sure. Um, but no, I would never like t- be at a party and like bite my chip and then put my same bitten chip back into the. All right. That's the famous sign. Have you ever, do you ever watch Seinfeld? I do. Okay. All right. But make it more realistic than that. If you're at the, is it the Outback that has the blooming onion? Oh yeah. Right. With the little, the little cup on the side. You're bringing me back to New Jersey. All right. So you're at the dirty Jersey. You're kicking it in Sojo. We're at you and the I'm lady friends. friends. Yep. Yeah. Get a. Blooming onion, uh-huh. maybe two, couple of margaritas, ice, salt on the rim, and you grab a handful because they're not, they're not an onion ring. They're not like a circle. Totally. Okay. So you take your little handful and you got your your little sprigs and you dip into the sauce and you take a bite. You still have like a reasonable cluster left in your hand. Are you going to go back and touch? Because that sauce is delicious. Yeah. I feel like amongst my besties, it's fine. You're going to do it, aren't you? But I think yeah. if I'm at some a little bit more formal, I think I would do like a spoonful of the sauce on my own plate. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's smart. Yeah. So you'd create your own little separate dish. Right. Smart lady. Uh, my Matt's bad, worth repeating, it was my overuse of the term faux pas because mm. it was pretty, it was painful to listen to. I was ashamed. I'm still kind of embarrassed. I'll get over it. Trust me, I'll get over it, but it was bad. Um, One of the things, don't be upset. One of the things that I brought up in the last podcast that's now lost to everybody, including me, was the 
name brand versus non-name brand, when is it important in your life to purchase something that's name brand versus generic? Uh-huh. Okay? And I gave a few examples. I'm not going to go through those again because you've already answered them. But I came up with a few more. When you're buying this product, do you go name brand or generic? Okay. Shampoo slash body soap. Name brand. Milk or creamer? Name brand. <sighs> Fancy pants. I, I, I kind of believe in organic milk. Organic milk. Doesn't milk just come from cows? Yeah, but like how is it not organic? Well, like if it's organic, it's um it's supposed to be that like the cows that are producing the milk are treated with like less antibiotics. And um there is like studies that show that or I don't that like those antibiotics can then like transfer into the milk and then you're like drinking it and you're giving it to your kids all the time and so you get organic milk. Oh you? my god. <laughs> okay. I think I would do generic milk. But do you? Are you a hood family? I feel like the people around here like hood. No, definitely not. I get if I go grocery shopping, I get like the stop and shop brand milk. A gallon? Yeah. Oh. Pens. You going Staples brand or you getting like Papermate? I think I want name brand. Yeah, you are fucking fancy. Look, ah, trash bags. I get glad. Oh I get man, the name brand. Toilet paper. Name brand. Oh man, nobody can. Your house was. You must live in a palace. It's the nicest. <laughs> it's the nicest stuff available. Um, I we, but I feel like it's not fair. Okay, I said no to bottled water. That I said. Was oh, whatever. so here, all right, it's for our for our fan. And so I also asked I about. No okay, to? ready. I asked about laundry detergent. Uh huh. And I said name brand. Okay, I asked about underwear. Uh huh. And I said it didn't matter. Okay, toothbrush. Uh, yeah, I like to get, you know, the crest one. Water, bottled water. Right, I didn't care. I think it's a racket. Okay, which I think is crazy. Yeah, you were a taste guy. Deli meat. I get the, like, boar's head. Gasoline, which you and Mike both said was stupid of me to ask. I didn't even understand the question. (laughs) I don't know. I just think that you can get get gas at a grocery store. And then medicine. Uh Uh-huh. Like, over-the-counter medicine. Right, and I said name brand. Which is, but when you go get a prescription filled... Right, if they they're, they're like, giving oh. you whatever they got, or if they and say, you're like, whoa, whoa, no, I wanted you know Claritin D. This is whatever antihistamine. Well, and they say all the time with like with medications, if they can be like, oh, we have this one that's like the comparable non-name brand, and it's like significantly less money. But you say no. No, I would say I yeah. Need, I would say yes. That, that doesn't make any sense. So you won't get the name the, Tylenol. Yeah. I yeah I don't know. But to be fair, I I don't pick up a lot of medication prescriptions. That's because you're just. Never get sick. Just use my witch powers. Oh, good for you. I had asked, um, we're working on the protocol for having interviews and guests? We are. Okay. There are a lot of questions that I've asked in the past that people just weren't interested in or you told me it was stupid or they have, they've lost their way off the list. So as I'm weeding out things that I think are applicable and not applicable, one question that I think is good is Braveheart versus Gladiator. Uh-huh. As it's been pointed out numerous times, that's a guy movie right okay but are you familiar with the show game of thrones yeah did you watch it i did okay are you prepared to tell me now that game of thrones is less violent than either gladiator or braveheart no game of thrones is a very violent show so how is it that how are those guy movies but game of thrones is not a guy show i think that how do you game. wave your feminist flag uh-huh. and not say 
that Game of Thrones is a guy show. There's a lot of boob, right? Uh-huh. A lot of making the sex uh-huh. and a lot of killing. It's true. I, I think it was more kind making of, the sex than both Gladiator and Braveheart, I may add. I think it I, I watched it like with Nathaniel, so it was like social and it was like a weekly thing and yeah. it was like a cultural phenomenon. Like everyone was watching it. So it Everybody was, has seen Braveheart. And, oh fair. Okay. But it I won, just, I looked it up. It won four Academy Awards. I think, including Best Picture I, and Best Director. And I have also seen Braveheart. Okay. So I think it's just um I don't know, something about movie versus show you like can't, I don't know. I was watching a show that I was, the rest of the world was also watching and I agree that it was violent, but I was still watching it. Did you like it? Game of Thrones? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you watch the new one? I, so I don't watch the new one and Nathaniel's watching it without me because I said I just like couldn't, because it was too violent. Like, no way. I, yeah. I haven't tried it yet. But you, you haven't, did you see, watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah. Jenny won't watch it. I mean, the end was like, ugh. Terrible? Is that terrible, what you mean? Yeah. Are you saying sad or just like not good? I mean, yeah, it's not how it all should have ended. It's terrible, yeah. yeah. But Sopranos was the same way. That's true. It's like what the fuck? And I like. They the should have cut Sopranos after season six. I I liked this. I like the Sopranos. But that's not too violent. Anyway, so I thought it was interesting that you could say Braveheart is too violent and yet watch Game of Thrones. I think I caught you there. That's a good thing. Anyway, what about this? How about this for a question? Go to cereal. Yeah, I like that one. Answer it. Oh. I- I have answered this before on the podcast. Uh, honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, that's right. Super lame. Yeah. How do you take your coffee? Uh, cream, no sugar. How's that for a question? Oh, I feel like it's like fun. It's like easy to answer, but the people hearing it are like so bored, right? What about the people answering it? Yeah, it's making. The- Doesn't it say something about who the person is? It's yeah. like, oh, you're trying to like. So, so we we have, for instance, we have two people coming on on Thursday. Uh-huh. One I've never met, and the other. Both you've never met. Correct. So I don't, I'm literally going to be sitting for the very first time having to interview somebody I've never met before. Hmm. So now I'm starting to figure out what's the best way to introduce this person to the podcast, but also to us. And I think these are like icebreakers. Yeah. Like disarming them a little bit and saying, okay, it's okay. What we do here, I know it seems pretty professional and intense with our, you know, in studio, but. It'd be nice to say, like, hey, man, just chill out. Like, here's a question that right, you can answer. Right, because when, when you ask someone a question that they are having a difficult time answering, like you said to me, like, what was the best, the happiest day of your life? Yeah. Like, that, like, pause and processing and not know how to answer, it, like, makes the it makes the person answering the question, it's like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Like, they're, like, scrambling to come up with an answer and they're uncomfortable. Right. So but if I ask a few something. questions that they already know yeah, the answer like to the that they won't talk, and also it'll get easier that they start talking more. So at my other book club, my big book club, yeah. um, somehow we got in the conversation of icebreakers and like good ones they've heard over the years. Do you want to hear two? Sure do. Okay. The one was, <laughs> if you were a potato, what kind of potato would you be? I don't understand. So like French fry, potato chip, waffle fry, baked potato, mashed potato, hash brown. Pass. You hate it? Yep. Next. <laughs> okay. The other one was, if you could um, have like a, if you could choose one like data uh to have on yourself like one statistic to know about yourself yeah like what would it be like your like something that like you wouldn't be like your average sleep time or like how how many times you say what in a day or like what's the amount of time you know yeah i get it i'm trying to think 
I don't it's know. Like a little, it might be like a hard, a hard, quick answer. Can you? Can well, I had one. I just didn't know if I wanted to use it. What? Do you mind sharing what your answers were? I don't. Hey, Miranda, if you were a potato, what kind of potato would you be? Okay, so I said sweet potato fry because I feel like I eat them a lot. Okay. And I feel like they kind. Of, and I think it's kind of like me. All right, but I mean, the first part of your answer is kind of. Like that's I not like the them. intent of the question. It's not the intent of the question, but you don't think I'm a sweet potato fry? Sure. What about if you had to collect some statistical data about yourself? <laughs> what would it be? Um, I like, I would want to know how, um, much time in my life I spend doing dishes. Okay. I would want to know, I wouldn't, I'd be embarrassed to know how often I vape. Mm. I'd be embarrassed to know how often I touch my face. Hmm. And I would be embarrassed to know how many minutes I have my phone in my hand. Okay. Not just on my person, but in my hand. Right, like you're you're like not looking at your phone, but for some reason you need to yeah. be cradling her. Yeah. It would be fun to know how many people I make laugh in a single day. That would bring me joy. If the over-under was higher. I don't consider you a face toucher at all. I'm a face toucher. But I don't think like... I don't. I never. Non, I don't think you're face toucher enough that it makes people like leave and be like, "So that Matt Nolan, he does a lot." Of See how many times that dude touched his face. You told that story Gross. once that if a cop pulls up behind you, yeah. you try to like act cool. Yeah, that's right. And then you do. There's weird, nothing going on here. I can do, pick like, my teeth. Weird, nothing like, happening here, officer. Stuff. Yeah. That was I, when you told me that story. I was like weird. No. So now I like I'll be driving down the road, and I'll either like bite my nails or like just like tap my i just it's huh. it's become like a uh, reflex yeah where because I, I i like to stay mobile i like to stay moving but i'm oh. also working on quitting smoking i'm also trying to use my phone less in my car so maybe that's all wrapped up in the same touch my face package right we had to get you like a stress ball or something yeah my my dad had that he, he kept like the little thing yeah, in his car it's real um this is funny and actually apropos what is the most annoying or frustrating chore or daily task you have to do every day? Um, so my son's like a really early riser. He's like up, I don't know, but you say get every up? day. <laughs> is that what you just said? Like, oh to like my get gosh. out of bed. Like, it just looks like six thirty in the morning. <laughs> I, I if if Elliot wasn't up at six, my house would not be up at six. Yeah, you guys will sleep till nine. We got that. That's been well documented. So yeah, I think I I wish that he was hitting like a point at this age where he wasn't so dependent on me the moment he wakes up. Maybe that's our next Instagram poll. What is the right time okay. for an adult? Oh, I didn't think that was what the question was. What gonna were you gonna put? I thought it was gonna be your question to me. What's the most annoying? That's too hard to answer. You right, have pull that. Specific. Yeah. Right, what's the right time? Yeah, but I would say before or after seven a.m. I think it should be before or after six, but I can I can see how people would say that's excessive. Okay. Friends or Seinfeld? Friends. Okay. Good question. Yeah. That's one of the I'm, like I'm trying to get like a few uh-huh. right off the rip. Yeah. So cereal, Friends or Seinfeld. How do you take your coffee? Great. And, and then you jump into the. The real stuff. Yeah. The real stuff on Thursday is going to be Cam and his boss, whom I've never met, are coming to talk about a program called Move to Heal, which is essentially where they combine recovery with exercise. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it is cool. And I, I've been following Cam on Instagram for a while now, and I've been, I've been saying, I was like, you know, I should, I should do this, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get an exercise. I happen to be in sobriety. Like, a lot of this makes sense, and yet I haven't done it yet. Yeah. So I'm hoping having them come on, you know, 
selfishly will be a driver for me to get my ass out of there and, and go try it. Sure. But also it's like another, I like it when you say that it either familiarizes people with recovery or right, it like makes it more accessible. It normalizes it. Normalizes it. Yeah. Or it like removes the stigma or like, um, I don't know, secretiveness around it. Like there's like a lot of things in people's recovery that's obviously like private and personal. Sure. And so as someone who isn't a part of that, you kind of wonder like what, like a part, like so, I feel like sometimes you're like, oh yeah, I like, I, I need to ignore that or act like it's not happening yeah. because I don't want to like intrude. Well, the, the, the opioid pandemic or epidemic, what's the difference between pandemic and epidemic? We should definitely know this. The I opioid think, crisis. I think, I think I think epidemic's longer and pandemic is like a more like shorter amount of time, but I will find out exactly. I'm going to say an epidemic is isolated and a pandemic is like global. Okay. Epi, although epi, E-P-I means around and P-A-N means across. So they might mean the same thing. It'll uh, be interesting did, to did see. Did you take Latin? I did, yeah. Um, but... To the opioid crisis, let's call it, because yeah. because we're not smart let's enough to know it. the answer to the epidemic <laughs> word. We all agree. It's yeah, crisis. yeah. Anyway, crisis. Uh, I think also brought out a lot of both the the harsh and sad reality of drug addiction and substance abuse, but also through that opened the door to what you're talking about. People became a little more comfortable talking about either being around or in recovery. Sure. The strife and and the success stories at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure Matt Nolan, the junkie in 2022 is the same guy as Matt Nolan, the junkie in 1985. Uh-huh. And it's a blessing for sure because yeah. I'm not hiding anything. You know, I, I probably need to temper some of the things I say here and there, but I'm human. I make mistakes. Yeah. But it, it is nice to be able to have conversations because you never know who it's going to help. Right. And you never know what part, you don't have to be in recovery to know somebody in recovery or even help somebody in recovery. Yeah. And it's kind of the world we're trying to live in. Yeah. Till next time. Till next time. <laughs>